Welcome to the Familineal Podcast with Aaliyah, Crystal, and Vernique, our millennial take on millennial life while celebrating sisterhood. Hey, everybody. Good to be back. <laughs> yes, Welcome back. Hi. <laughs> I'll take the uh, responsibility for saying why we weren't back last week. <laughs> Y'all, I had a rough day. I had a rough day and I was in the middle of taking my hair down and then life went to hell. <laughs> and... <laughs> I had a hearing the next morning. There was no way I could record when we normally record and be prepared for my court hearing in the morning via Zoom. Because, you know, had I known that I, that would have been interrupted, I would have at least left the front of my braids in, you know what I mean? <laughs> right? So I can front, <laughs> act like it was done. Absolutely. But, um, so sorry, but we're back. We still love y'all. <laughs> Yes, you do. Well, I, I felt like it was a, a divine interruption because, you know, last week was my first week of school back mm. for me and the kids, should I say, because I was back the week prior and I was out of it. So I really needed oh. I really needed that extra time to get my life together. You need so a rest or I need a rest. Yes, because I, I don't sleep well at the beginning of school. I'm up really late, just anxious about a lot of things. So, yes, I need to give you all my money. Girl, who are you telling or I, I need to find another job. <laughs> Either or, you know. Either or. Aaliyah, you got something that you want to vent about since we, we committed it? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't. I, I, last week, sure I did. But, you know, I'm on vacation. I'm chilling. I'm just, I'm not even going to revisit that energy. Amen. Gonna... Please don't. I'm living my best life. Hey. <laughs> Ride hey. this for the next ah. however many days I have. Girl, live your best life. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm living through you this week because I had off all summer, not all summer, but I had off a long time compared to the average working mom. So, I mean, you weren't off. You were still like working. I was on. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the, a couple of weeks before school started back with all the COVID and all that stuff like that. I wish y'all could see Christmas the three weeks face. of COVID. The three weeks of COVID at my house, right? Yeah. Oh, gosh. But we made it. We did. We did. Here we are. Here we are. Indeed. We had a birthday. We had a birthday. Aaron had a birthday. Oh, yeah, happy birthday. Four. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. Well, yeah, we missed that part of the check-in. But yeah, he turned four. Oh my gosh. Amazing. He I think this is the first birthday where he was really like, okay, my birthday, like it's in three days. It's in two days. It's tomorrow. You know, Aww. he was, he was so very cute. happy. Everything Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol everything, cake. Paw Patrol, it's winning. Yes, Paw Patrol at school. They Mm -hmm. even had Paw Patrol snacks that day at school because I found some at Target. So sweet. Good job, mom. Good job. High five. You made it work. Big four-year-old. One week. Now he hasn't been, he wasn't four for one whole week before he he wanted me to do so. He's giving orders. Mom, cut the watermelon, cut the watermelon. (laughs) Like, Aaron, why don't you cut the watermelon? He said, because I don't work for you. Because to be fair, I tell them that all the time. They're always wanting me to do stuff or they leave a plate out. And it's like, I don't work for you. So in a way, like after I like picked my face and whole life up off the floor, I was like, well, he does listen to what I say. He's like, Ma, I don't work for you. You work for me. Go cut the watermelon. Four is going to be four is going to be fun. So that was (laughs) was our week what about you guys gosh yeah so after last uh the last episode that we had 
with Ashantier um, mm-hmm. talking about conscious parenting. I have stepped my conscious parenting game up. Okay. We haven't, um, we hadn't really been doing timeout before, but really took it out. It's been an interesting go of things, oh my God. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, it is all divine how it worked out because I had, as I mentioned to y'all at the beginning of August, I had been working on being more mindful about myself, you know, spending time with my books and my own self and nourishing my brain and meditating and all that stuff like that. So when this girl be losing her mind, the Lord had me prepared. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. And amen. Mm -hmm. Because because I oh man has she she's she did it one day she just acted a straight fool in the um driveway on her way to school and I text the ladies about it and I said I had never been so calm in my life my response was I am very disappointed in you I did not think that you would behave that way you're a very good girl you seem to have made a mistake and you should think about that mistake (laughs) I said some other things too. Mark said awesome. she felt so bad. She was in the car. <laughs> they rode in silence for 15 minutes and she just kept saying, I'm so sorry. Aww. So, you know, um, and now, because instead of doing timeout, we said you need to take some time. So before mm-hmm. one time her and Mark got into it and she just ran away. And so he's like, come back here. She's like, I need to take time. I'm going to my room to take time. So um, that's, you know, that's what's going on over here. She's very in tune with herself. And so with that too, she also will give us a little lecture. And um, one of her little lecture things is, okay, so here's the ting or the ting is. (laughs) It's very cute. So my baby has a little the toddler voice, which I have always found adorable. So I feel lucky to have it at home, even though it talks a lot. So, you know, there I am. How about you, Crystal? I think she has a mixture of a toddler voice and she's tapping into her Jamaican roots with the two. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that. It's adorable. (laughs) So I like it. Right. Um, I don't really have much of an update besides we made it. We made it through our first week of school, Mm -hmm. made it through our a big hair back to school weekend. Um, this is probably the first year I was not up the night before school started doing hair. I planned ahead of time. Thanks to COVID, I was sitting at home planning um, appointments that I had canceled. And um, so, yeah, everyone had their hair done on Saturday before school started. So on Sunday, we could actually relax and do some things that were fun and get to bed early. Although I was still not in bed early enough so we made it. I'm just, I'm proud that I'm getting better at this um, back to school thing. Every year oh. I'm planning <laughs> more effectively. So that's pretty much six years, huh? no, That's it. I'm messing with you. Like forever. It's taking me forever. Yeah. So that's, that's it for me. Well, that's good. I'm happy that y'all made it because uh, this is not a normal year to have started school. So amen and amen. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Absolutely not. You know, Max Max and I started our lock journeys and um, I don't know if Max's hair going to make it, but it's cool. <laughs> Why? I just don't know. Like he's, we're doing what we've been told, we've been told to do, but his hair is not as coarse as mine. It's much finer. So it's like, it's frizzing mm-hmm. a lot sooner than I had hoped for it will it will go I have a girlfriend that did her son he 
she was pregnant at the same time we were and she mm-hmm. did his and his hair is soft like max's and all she did was just um i'll talk to you about it but basically you'll have to do just do more twisting you'll have to do it on your own you won't be able to have taken to the i mean you can but you just have to pay for it but it's not that difficult just twist well it i think yourself. that's i think that was it i feel like the person that did it initially and i guess when we go back for the retie they can make the adjustments they should have been smaller like slightly smaller well just a little bit just a little bit smaller um, because I don't know if you're gonna make it two more weeks. I'm like, baby, <laughs> you know. know you gotta do it. It won't take you that long. I'll show you. We'll face. I don't want to mess it up. Okay, Cause Cause I, I, no, because you're taking what's already there and just t- and tightening it, and then I would put it in ponies, like how you. I don't know if you ever saw me do my hair back in the day, but I would always wear it in a ponytail so that it wouldn't unravel. Okay. So until it dried. You know he's not going to wear a ponytail, but I'll... No, just do it at night. Like, do it in the evening oh, okay. and then put it in, like, different ponies. And then in the morning, it'll be dry. You take it out. Like, you know, so do it on Friday afternoon. And okay. then by Saturday morning, he'll be ready to go and it won't be in ponies anymore. Okay. He's really concerned. He's like, why doesn't my hair look like yours? And I was oh, like... Oh, baby. It's not a... You know what? I was like, whenever you compare yourself to other people, you always come up short. I was like, we have different hair. It's not a competition. It's going to work out. I love so, you always got a ready response. I, girl, listen. At least that's what I, I just fake it till I make it. At least that's what I tell them. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I know that is a true statement, right? And I do try to live by that. But most cases I fake it and it, it's, it works. But I do, I do have something to say about like Ashantier and our, um, <laughs> our follow-up. But I'll wait later after we're done with this. Has everyone checked in? We yeah, it's sure. Good yeah. time to do it. All right. So first of all, Shante is so modest. Like she got like counselor of the year, school counselor of the year. Then this past school year, um, she was like the 2020, 2021 president of the Houston Counseling Association. Oh, um, wow. Now, yes. And now she's passing the torch. Like she has this, this Facebook group that she's very modest about. She really doesn't want to like, you know, say, hey, come check me out. But um, I'm, I'm actually reading out her Facebook, Ashanti, since I have to like, you know, Facebook stalk her to find out how amazing she is. I already know how amazing she is, but to hear about different accomplishments and accolades. But one, one of the things that I found cool about this post is that they actually did a training. Um, and she said this was her favorite training was creating safer spaces for um, BIPOC and how to be an ally to your LGBT plus clients and families. I was like, how cool that a school counselor <laughs> is being trained like this and also like facilitating other train, facilitating trainings for other school counselors, because I feel like school counselors today, just like parents today, like they have, you know, they have their work cut out for them because I don't think it was like, you know, today we tell people to be who they are. We want them to be who they are so they can be happy and be at peace. Like back then, it was probably like, you know, a slap on the wrist if a school counselor tried to nurture a child to be themselves, you know, and identify with whatever sex you identify with. And as a teacher, I've been, I was faced with it, you know, a couple of times, but last year for the first time, you know, by a kiddo telling me that he was, you know, bashing someone else for like making him feel bad about, um, the sex he identified with and I found the note and he was like please don't tell my dad he was like my dad hates me because I'm this way and I was like oh my god like am I really being faced with this with the fifth grader so I just hugged him because like what else do you say mm-hmm. I tore the note up I was like 
between me and you. I was like, but I don't like that language. And I left it alone. So mm-hmm. I'm just glad that I work on a campus that Ashantia serves and that I'm, I'm, I'm proud that she's a part of an organization that helps school counselors, you know, be on top of it. So that was that was the one thing. And that was I didn't even plan to share that. I actually planned to share what I read from um, a, a mom's group I'm a part of. And the mom was basically saying, like, you know what? Being a mindful parent is not for the weak. <laughs> she was saying, like, I mean, seriously, she was just like, let's see if I can find the post exactly before I mess this up. Um, she said that gentle parenting is so hard and no one talks about it. Most of our parents never taught us how to feel our feelings without hitting or yelling. So as we're learning to navigate through parenthood, we're also teaching ourselves how to contain our anger and frustration. And it's so crazy to me because there are tiny humans with huge emotions that just don't know how to handle it yet. Mm -hmm. And our job is to teach them to handle their emotions when we are struggling ourselves Mm -hmm. to handle our own emotions. (laughs) So she was just like, gentle parenting is not for the weak. And she's, I like the way she's saying gentle parenting. And I think that is probably a synonym for mindful parenting because we're trying to... (laughs) you know listen to our kids and help them express themselves in a healthy manner and like I believe there's like how many comments on this post like 148 likes and I don't know how many comments but so so many of us were like facts and other people start sharing and and saying you know you know the work that we're putting in now hopefully helps our children to be more whole as adults and you know so kudos to us for trying to be more gentle if you will <laughs> indeed yeah, I'm kudos to us because I will agree it's not for the week. It wears you out. <laughs> I just kind of just sit there sometimes. More mostly because I'm like, what's the appropriate thing to say instead of what I would say to somebody on the street that did the same thing to me? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure might be frowned upon. Might be frowned upon. <laughs> just a little bit. Right. But yes, shout out to uh Ashantier for leading us in an awesome discussion and I think that's going to probably come up lots of um, episodes in the future. I think we'll be oh, yeah. visiting that a lot. So stay tuned. All right. Has anybody had time? I mean, first week of school, hearings, you guys doing all these big, important things. Has anybody <laughs> even had time to read or watch anything? Uh, mm. I have a little bit. Um, I So fun. I listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm doing menial tasks that I hate doing because I was never made to be a domestic so like as I'm cooking and things like that so I was listening to Planet Money and they were talking about the first black economist and they kept saying Sadie Alexander and I was like gosh that name sounds familiar come on and I said let me google and I said oh y'all left out uh y'all left out some initials because if (laughs) I would say the full name I would have known exactly who you were talking about Sadie T.M. Alexander don't forget the T.M. now exactly but I was so confused as an aside I um so Sadie T.M. Alexander was the first national president of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and um also uh, a lawyer, very active civil rights activist, um, but she was also the first Black economist. The only reason she got a law degree was because she couldn't get a job as an economist professor. I am, yeah, so the the wild thing is, is that had I been good with numbers or had I taken the time to learn them, economy, like being an economist is fascinating to me I am so fascinated by it so I always listen to a lot of podcasts and read a lot of stuff about the economy and so to 
um, there is a podcast specifically Planet Money has done a couple of episodes about Sadie Alexander based on the fact that she was the first Black economist. And so they released a new one on August 27th. And so I was listening to that. And there is another Black economist who did similar research, did not know that say um, that Sarah Alexander had already done some of this research beforehand. And so it tied together and she went back and took all her speeches and paired it with the research that she has done and created a book out of it. And it's, I'm going to remember the name of it shortly, but um, very fascinating. I have put the book in my, I want the book list on Amazon, which is public by the way. So if you feel like searching it um, and sending it to me, feel free. No, but uh, (laughs) I I need to learn more about this. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to look it up while y'all talk. So I can give you the uh, name of the book, but I was really, the podcast episode was really, really good because it talked about how basically economists had not been taking her seriously as an economist because of the fact that she went and got a law degree and became a lawyer and became a civil rights activist. But if you went back and looked at her speeches and the things that she was saying, they're specifically talking about the economy and how it affects black people and people of color. And so I thought that that was, um, really, really interesting. And so anyway, I went down to a rabbit hole and was looking at that. So also the other thing that I have been watching is going to go tie into our topic for today after y'all uh, do y'all what y'all has been watching and listening to um, and reading is I went to Nate's show, What's Been Eating Me. And it I was, was so good. <laughs> well, Krista, you can talk about it. Cause I got, I, 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 um, No, go for it. We can tag team. No, yeah, we can tag team on it. But I was just gonna say, like, I got the pleasure of seeing it, seeing pieces of it ahead of time. But I didn't get to see the full show until Saturday, and I'm, yeah, it was so good. It was so good. So, Crystal, go ahead. (laughs) What have you been watching? I, yeah, that's actually what I was going to say. I haven't been watching much, but um, I did have an opportunity to to check out Nate and support her last Saturday. Marcus and I our little date night. and it was nothing short of amazing. Like, of course, I didn't expect anything different coming from the Tay. I know how um, passionate she is about anything that she does. Um, and of course, I had watched the trailer, but it's, I, it's still, you know, pilled in comparison to the actual show. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like this should be a movie. And the fact that it was a one woman show and um, it's so many layers to it, but she did such a good job of like keeping it light keeping but also you know identifying some real issues and highlighting some some the dynamics of family and friends and then also you know we laugh through it we cry through like I feel like I experienced like all the emotions yeah <laughs> laughter yeah. anger disappointment you know more laughter and she just she looked amazing and then it was just so professionally done I loved how there was a panel at the end and she brought in the mental health um, professionals and everyone on the stage had attended U of H with her go Cougs I don't know if I attended U of H with all those people but I knew several <laughs> of them <laughs> and I just felt proud and connected being a U of H alumni to see this black excellence on the stage um, and I actually sat next to thank you Vernique, for saving us seats because you know we had to figure out the child care thing but we did get there before it Yay! started um we didn't sit in the seats we actually ended up sitting on the front next to Janelle which okay was Jay real yeah so I was like hey girl um I was just impressed and I'm still bubbling and still proud of her and I can't wait to go see it again it's just that good like I feel like I need to go watch it again and 
I know that there will be opportunities for you all out there if you have not seen it to see it again. Again, they they plan have plans to take it on the road. I want to see this thing on the big screen. It's just that good to me. Yeah, and I don't it, think I'm being biased at no, all. No, <laughs> I don't think so either. I thought it was I thought it was excellent and yeah. <laughs> Nate uh, also is we talked about her as our uh, millennial highlight of the week uh on our last episode Nate was uh she was here in Houston on radio for um 10 years on the morning show uh she then went to LA um and has been doing work out there she uh she's our Sarah we went to University of Houston with her uh very near and dear to us she's one of my best friends I love her to death and so um it was it was she had been talking about that show for so long and preparing for it and, and every time I talk about it like and talk about her working on it I get emotional because I was like I just know the effort and work that she put into it so yeah Leah you check in because my eyes keep tearing up saying <laughs> I'm a G though I'm a G. All, the, all these allergens, you know, <laughs> the, allergies. the pollen is high the pollen mm-hmm. didn't she but okay I know you want to move forward she no you're good but didn't she win an award like um for the show like didn't she do something in LA do you remember this? I remember it. So it, 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 the show has had been chosen to be a part of a bigger. Um, there you go. It it was chosen to be part of uh, the LA. It's a it's some sort of festival. I can't remember the name of it, but it's yes. actually on the flyer. And I just can't remember the name of it. Um, and so that's why if you bought tickets, it could also be live stream because uh, Fringe, the LA Fringe Festival. There you um, go. And so it was also live stream because, you know, obviously COVID, because normally I think it would have been done at the location, but because of what's been going on, it actually worked out perfectly, honestly, for her because she could do it with her people in Houston and still be a part of the festival. So I thought it it was perfect. It was great. Yeah. And I just, I mean, and if you know of Nate, you, I mean, you know, if you know Nate, she's constantly inspiring, constantly like she and I tell her that all the time she's so inspirational I call her and I'm like I don't know she's like girl just do it mm-hmm. like Renique's the same way that's why y'all are besties I was like okay girl okay I'm gonna do it no no like for real <laughs> and follow up with me okay big sister I'm gonna I'm gonna check back in <laughs> the follow-up is where you're like oh so you just go hold me accountable yes oh. yes we all need people in our lives like that because it's so mm-hmm. easy great great topic for today it's so easy to have you know surface friends and just check in with every now and then but you know those friends that hold you accountable and keep it real with you those relationships are priceless yeah very essential yeah well, I'm pretty sure that nothing I saw or read tops that. So I'm <laughs> just going to roll right into uh, our next segment, Crystal. That was a uh, fabulous, uh, fabulous segue. So um, speaking Ew. of friendships, Bernique, let the people know what we're talking about today. Yeah, we are talking about friendships. And and with that said, I'll, I'll speak of a friendship that didn't happen in in real time, but happened over time. Remember I told y'all about, I was going to tell you the name of this book, Democracy, Race, and Justice, The Speeches Mm -hmm. and Writings of Sadie T.M. Alexander. And it's edited by Nina Banks, who is also an economist and is at Bucknell University. It's on Amazon, on, you know, all the places you can find books. So I'm going to get it. I'll probably get it in audio form though. Like I can't, <laughs> can't see myself sitting and reading that. See, How many why? pages? How many pages is it? I don't know. Does it tell you on Amazon how many pages it is? It does. I think on Goodreads, maybe not on Amazon. Okay. So I'll, I'll tell you when 320 pages, that's not long. 
That's not terrible. That's not that's not long. But I just see my eyes glazing over. So yeah. I'll probably just um, you know, get it on audio form. So, but I I was very fascinated by it. So I'm sharing my dorky side with the rest of y'all. But mm-hmm. perfect segue um to talk about friends. And I had uh wanted to talk about this last week, but I almost feel like it happened the way it happened on purpose because over the weekend and leading up to it, uh, I'm talking to Nate and being around friends, even in the heart of COVID, y'all, I was double masked the whole time uh, because, you know, yeah, you got to be masked up. Ain't no, Aaliyah told me about a month ago, there's no bed for me in the hospital. So I right. am not taking any chances out here in these streets. So double masked the whole time, but I got to be around friends. I got to see Nate. I got to uh, witnessed the work that went into it. I was with her. So the show happened on Saturday. I was with her Friday into Saturday morning till 1 a.m. And then I, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a weekend. I, I woke up on Saturday morning. I had puffy under eyes. I was like, I need something to deal with the eyes anyway. <laughs> um, but with that, it's, um, you realize and you think of friends and what the benefits of friendship is and why it's important and obviously you know because like I said before I'm a dork and so I went and did some research and was like what are the benefits of friendship we have talked on this show before about the three of us getting together every week and how it brings joy to our lives you know how it brings some sort of semblance of reality and normalcy considering all the other things that we have to do Um, and so it just brings a different part of our week and it makes us happy because uh, Otherwise, I think we when we start the show, we're always like, um, you know, this is my day. I was kind of tired or whatever. And then we start talking and we just feel better. And somehow, even mm-hmm. though we said that we were going to be done at X time, we have gone past that and talked even after the show, which I keep saying we should record and put on Patreon, but we'll get to that another day. <laughs> but that's why it's fun. And that goes actually to what the what one of these articles said and talked about why friendships are important because they say that it gives you less loneliness and social isolation, which is one of the things that we have been talking about. And it probably is perfect how we started this podcast in the middle of this pandemic. We started in January, we started doing this thing. And I will say, even though you talk to friends and you checked in with them, it's something different about seeing your face, seeing your face, talking to you, communicating with you. Um, having a good friendship reduces stress. Um, there's emotional support because people go through things like, you know, and having somebody that they can talk to, regardless of what it is, even if you're just a listening ear is beneficial for you. It helps with your personal development. Like Crystal talked about already today. She said, the is like the girl is going to be like, girl, just do it and hold you accountable so you can follow up with her. (laughs) It gives you a sense of belonging. And when I saw this, it made me think of um, Delta in a sense of no, like, yes, we have built-in sisters. I think that it's funny that when people say that sororities were like, you're buying friends, which is funny to me because I'm not friends with everybody. I respect everybody <laughs> and we're all cool and cordial or whatever, but I have different sets of friends within that. So I didn't buy friends. We're friends because we connected in some other way, regardless of this organization. But, um, but with that, it also puts you in a space where it's like, okay, we do have this thing in a sense of belonging. It's like, I belong somebody somewhere somebody cares about me and you know that's what part of friendship is talks about supporting you through challenges same as emotional support in my opinion and improve your uh, self-confidence and self-worth which I thought was really cool because um, imagine if you are say the new kid on the block a new person at school or something like that and then somebody befriends you that makes you feel that it increases your self-confidence it increases your self-worth it makes you feel better about yourself and so 
um, within these articles, and I have, there's three articles I looked at. It was a Mayo Clinic article, a Healthline article, and a WebMD article. Um, the only one that's not missing from my normal roundup is Psychology Today, but I have the psychology information in there. So All right. uh, <laughs> they talked about how like good friends, they communicate openly, um, which we be on here talking. Um, they don't shy away from telling you the truth. I am a truth teller. I will soften it for you. But if you ask me, uh, if you want the real, I will tell it to you. I just don't, you know, I'm not as assertive as I am if you piss me off. But, you know, if I'm your friend, I'm going to take care of you. I don't want to lead you down the wrong path. And, um, you know, and they talk about healthy friendships and how they involve mutual support. So, you know, you're not just it's not one-sided, I guess is the easiest thing to say. And so um, with that, it just, uh, the weekend, like I was saying before, is what I wanted to mention. I talked about how I get emotional every time I talk about Nate's, uh show, because I've known since she first started talking about it and wanted to do it, it's been years now. And so in the middle, when they did the intermission, I was helping her do some stuff on the show. And y'all, I was boo-hoo crying in the back, telling her how proud I was. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, whole face is red. Cause it happened to be, I mean, I was in her dressing room. My whole face is red and oh, I'm like God. crying and snotting and what mask at that point. Cause I was like, I got the mask is, you know, <laughs> trying to catch my tears and all this and stuff like that. And it just made me so it. happy and so proud like just to see the hard work and I realized like I have a lot of um really amazing people around me like friends that are really really amazing and and I I I cry at y'all's big events like I cry I've been to both y'all's graduations I've been to both Mm y'all's weddings and I guarantee that I was boohoo crying because I that is what that's when I cry I'm a joyful crier Mm -hmm. and so um same yeah, I, I, man, I was like, y'all need y'all need to cry at an event, girl. You can hire me because I'm I I I love graduations. I cry for everybody. It's like, so I was like, if you need a um, if you need a joyful crier, I am that person. And so anyway, I feel like I've been talking for a while, but I want to I wanted to ask y'all like as we're talking about friends and things like that, um, it's like what. Like, what is your definition of friendship? What do you consider your definition of friendship? Um, I can tell y'all mine, but I feel like I've been going for a while. So I want to hear y'all's first and then I'll interject. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I think for me, um, a friend has different, I'm going to say, I feel like I have different friends for different reasons. Um, And so, but in general, I think a friend is there to provide a listening ear as needed, someone to, to be honest with you, you know, um, hold you accountable as well. Um, someone to laugh with when, when needed and distract you from your crazy and and get you out of your head. Um, and like I said, like I said, I feel like I have different friends because I feel like we all have different strengths, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, I'm probably not the turn up friend, but I'm a a good (laughs) listener. (laughs) I will turn up, you know, but I'm, you know, I'm not going to be the one to be like, girl, meet me at the bar. Um, but I, I am a good listener. And so I feel like, you know, everyone's definition may, may be a little different, but I think we all have, you know, we all agree that a friend, should be there when you need them yeah. <laughs> for whatever you need them for. They, they, you know, they're there for you within reasonable limits, obviously. Yeah. That's 
That's a good definition. I, I'm, I'm like, while you're saying these things, it's like you think in your mind about like your friends and like myself. I'm like, am I a good friend? <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, um, but you are. I think, you know, to me, a friend is someone you care about, somebody you, you know, you, you kind of and who you you do things for and you share a relationship with and a level of of care, concern of, and of trust mm-hmm. above and beyond what you know your your baseline with mm-hmm. strangers or just acquaintances yeah. like it works. So, you know, it, we're all, you know, decent <laughs> people. <laughs> so, you know, you're at work or wherever at school, you know, you're nice to everyone, you're cordial, you're always willing to lend a helping hand, you know, beyond this is above and beyond those things that you do for people that's just you know, a product of your, you know, good nature or whatever. It's like, these are people with whom you share a special connection and, and they share it back with you. So it's, you know, if it's just one-sided, that's kind of obsession and weird, <laughs> but if it's, you know, as long as those feelings are returned, I feel like, um, then that is a friendship. Yeah. I like that. That's sweet. When you said, um, it's one-sided and weird, I think about kids. Cause I feel like I've given them a face. They're like, who are you? Yeah. And I love with kids, everyone is a friend, right? So like, um, I'll ask Aaron, hey, did you have a good day? No, one of my friends poked me in the eye on the playground. (laughs) Aria's like, well, is that really your friend? (laughs) But you know, in preschool, everyone, it's, oh, this is a new friend. One of our (laughs) other friends. The beauty of having met an older sibling. (laughs) Mm. Aria, teach them about those boundaries, girl. (laughs) They ain't all your friends. <laughs> my I think my I like both of what y'all said and I used to when I was younger my definition was real simple it's somebody I can rely on that I can call at two o'clock in the morning and they'll show up um <laughs> now have you I got responsibilities <laughs> you know and so I think that it's all of those things that y'all said and um and y'all said it too uh it's like you just make like that I can rely on you and not necessarily that you'll show up at two o'clock in the morning because we grown we got responsibilities and you may have to go somewhere but that if maybe you can't show up at two o'clock in the morning and I call you you can direct me somewhere if you're able to answer the phone I'm definitely the lady that has um the do not disturb on after 10 p.m so (laughs) if you're my you know I probably have you my favorites uh and it'll come through if you call me so but so that I think that that's what it is being able to have like Aaliyah said a connection that's over the baseline of a decent person, (laughs) the regular thing that I have. And then I think uh, Crystal said it best too, is that every, you know, different people fall into different categories, but I, you know, as far as like kind of friend that you are, but at the same time, it goes still, they all tie in together because Aaliyah said it's a connection. There's some sort of connection that makes that person connected to you in that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and I, I want to touch on something that Crystal says. So Crystal kind of, you briefly mentioned like not necessarily always the turn up friend, though I can point to a couple of times, more than a couple of yes. times back in college, you were the turn up friend. Yes. Nobody at the party, you were at the party and you got me to go to. <laughs> so. Well, you know what? I sure appreciate that. <laughs> so, yes. I mean, let's not forget. Okay. We I sure, I sure appreciate that. You know what? Thank you for that reminder because I don't seem like I'm the turn of friend these days at all. <laughs> you okay. know what? That's one of those things that I wonder if how your friendship 
um, who you, how you show up in your friendship ebbs and flows depending on where you're at in life. Because I definitely see you as being that person again once your kids are settled and out of the house. Yeah, probably so. Plus, though, and I'll say, right, and it now it and it evolves. I think with time, right? Because it's not, hey, let's go to the club on Almeda, right? You know, <laughs> hey, hey, it's ten thirty. You want to go to Target? Like, that's, that's, I'm down for a Target run, baby. The mom of young kids turn up. Like, let's go. I am down. Target run. Yes. I've met Aaliyah at, at Target a couple of times. That is, a, see, I'm jealous because y'all live closer together than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I always live too far. <laughs> I'll no, never, I'll like never live close station enough. or something. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. And then I've met um, friends at Starbucks at night, like after we put our kids down. So it is, it, it evolves and it's different, but yeah. What, what friend are you, Vernique? Oh gosh, I guess it goes with the whole developing, you know, developing through time. I think that mostly people call, I am definitely the person that people call for advice, <laughs> um, you know, and just kind of the, wait, uh, listen to what I'm saying. Am I crazy? Or <laughs> what do you think about, uh, people do call, they always call me for business ideas and advice. They call me for, um, so I guess I'm a listening ear, maybe um, a possible friend, a listening ear. Um, I think that that's the friend I am. I, and I also will show up. I'm not going to turn up every time, but I'll show up. <laughs> I'm the show up friend too. What about you? Crystal, you muted. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I'm a good, really, it depends on the situation. <laughs> right. I think it depends on the situation. Um, because you know, I have friends that don't call me because they don't want to hear the truth. Like, no, they don't No, I don't need a solution. I just need you to listen. So, um, but I think I am a good listener. I know I am a good listener. Um, I think I empathize well with friends. And then after you, after I've listened and I empathize and then I, then I put in my, you know, I don't want to say play devil's advocate, but I also like, I try to, you know, after I, I get in like, girl, no, you didn't. I know, I know he did not. And then I hit him back with that. But you know, maybe we could have done this differently. You, you know, are totally good for the ad libs as the story yeah. goes on. <laughs> you are the epitome. Of, you remember ninety sitcoms? Crystal is good for the ninety sitcom ad libs. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I I think so. I think I'm pretty good at that. Like, if you call me, you got an issue. And then sometimes people do call me, you know, for advice. Like Renee says, am I crazy? And, you know, after I chopped up, I'm like, girl, no, you're not crazy. But, <laughs> you know, we we can also look at it this way. So um, I'm, I'm definitely, I think I would definitely, people definitely call me, you know, for a listening ear. And when they want to hear, you know, a different perspective, for sure. I agree. I, I definitely call you for those things. <laughs> well, thank you. This is true. Um, and what about you, Leah? So, so I am the old friend. Um, and I don't. I don't mean like opposite of young adult. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm the old friend. I think because I've had like most of my friendships are very old, right? Okay, I mean, yes. go back middle school, high school you know and so it's like when you want to just kind of go back to a time when life was simpler 
or, you know, or you need to talk to that somebody who really, really knows you from like before you were and had all this, mm. right? And just, I'm, I'm the old friend, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm also the, I'm the, the level-headed friend. Mm-hmm. So I will, I will listen and we will, you know, and then talk about it. And much like you, Crystal, it's like, okay, you know, and we'll decide we, we just don't <laughs> listen or, you know, are we going to talk about things? But I, yes. Uh, now if, if you, if it's just flaming, then yeah. Oh my God. He did what? <laughs> they did what at your job? Are you still working there? You know, <laughs> everybody has to be validated. Everybody. Yes, yes, yes. 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 I am also, don't take me shopping because yes, you deserve it. It looks great on you. Don't take me shopping if you're on a budget because you'll buy everything because I'm going to tell you you should and that you deserve it because you do. Um, I love it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm the, I guess I'm the, I'm the steady friend. I like it. I like it. The steady friend. I like that. I'm also very much the let's go to eat friend because we will be there all day long mark has had to put me on like hey man so you gonna let me know like what time you plan on being home because you don't answer your phone so your phone be in your purse every time you go to brunch <laughs> we can't reach you what, what's going on i don't know i, I don't know i just i just i run my mouth i will be running my mouth so that's yeah that's true i was like la- i'm laughing as you're saying this because you know in the tay show she was talking about how friends in LA they're like let's go on a hike you know <laughs> friends in Houston girl let's go to brunch uh-huh. today <laughs> I was like this is so true it's true. true I'm both of those people though I am totally <laughs> yes, both you of those are. yes you are <laughs> you are for certain and I feel like I have grown to hate relationships I'm not relationships but hate restaurants and I, I don't think it's just because of my like COVID issues I think it's just having three kids issues and like the oh, rest yeah. that I made for, for families, you know what no, I mean? I uh, and that. so like, I forget what it's like to go out to eat with just a girlfriend and I'm just worried about my meal. And <laughs> you know, well, I, I, have, I, yeah, so I, I actually have a plan that. for the three of us and I think it'll be really fun. And so I've been thinking about it for like a couple of weeks now. Okay. I think that we should go to, I know y'all don't really drink and this is not to go to drink. I was just thinking of a place. <laughs> the wine, um, in, in Texas, the like wine country, like Fredericksburg and yeah. stuff like that, went an Airbnb and be there for a weekend or like a day and a half or whatever. And we could record there and just like record our hijinks. Like we just could have a, like a fun girls trip and so relax. And be like way. close to me. I live near. See? See, I just thought of it. I was just thinking of the location. I think that's a good idea. Yes. I think it'd be really fun. I've never been there before, but I've, I've had other friends that have gone and they loved it. Yeah. I have same. I haven't been either, but I uh, said I was going to go one day. And so I was thought about this anyway. So. <laughs> All right. Let's make it happen. Yep. Not go to the the sweat lodge you were trying to make us go to. Did we talk about that last, the last Literally hold us hostage. <laughs> Did we talk about, I don't know, yeah, no, we probably got to fill the people in, because I don't think we talked about it. We did not talk about it. <laughs> Crystal trying to get us all kidnapped. <laughs> oh. Have y'all seen Midsummer? Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I, listen, Aaliyah actually went to the website. I just took I, it from what you, I just 
read what I just read what she posted, and from that, it sounded amazing. I was like, well, "Why don't you tell 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 the the lovely listeners here what you were trying to get us?" Into. First of all, okay, I'm gonna have to like actually go back and read the post, and then my phone just died. So, okay. to be fair, I will us? preface it with it sounded great. It did. It did. Yes. Okay. It was, it was so, like a wellness retreat. It was a, it's a wellness retreat in the Dallas area that you go to. And, you know, wellness is so important. People have made it affordable. So it's basically free. This place that you go, in my opinion, I feel like the cost shouldn't be very much anyway. It's probably no AC at this place. You're probably like sleeping outside <laughs> to some extent. <laughs> I'm just, I thought about it. I was like, the reason it's free is because you, it's hot. You, they don't have a window unit in this place. It's basically like camping. However, you unplug from the world for 10 days. I felt like I did not know that they took your phone. I just thought that meant that you unplug from the world. Right. All these mindful activities, meaning like you don't have to go to work. You don't worry about your children because um, one of my friends from a group, I'm a, a Facebook grouper, um, posted it and she, you know, she's a physician. So you, we all know what healthcare professionals have gone through in the last 18, 20 months, you know, with, with COVID. And so she just said, you know, she's giving a shout out to her family and her husband that allowed her to have this time to go and to be refreshed. And so I forwarded to Aaliyah and Vernique. I was like, OMG, guys, we should look into this. But I was like, I would totally have to wait like to summertime again, because I would have 10 days off because, you know, teachers only get 10 days. So I was like, I would, I'd have 10 days off. I wouldn't have to worry about my kids being in school, yada, yada, yada. So Vernique, I mean, Aaliyah and her smart self, she actually goes to the website <laughs> at the retreat. Aaliyah, would you like to tell the people how you responded? Okay, first of all, I'm going to put it out there by saying, you know, I'm thankful that Crystal knew a person who went there and enjoyed herself. You know, this person did not die. This person did not feel like she was coerced into doing anything weird. She seemed, she said that it was a very enjoyable and positive thing. So that being said, I'm not here to insinuate that this establishment is anything other than upstanding. Disclaimer. However... For someone like me, who's not, I'm, I'm a born skeptic and I don't trust anyone. Okay. So, so, you know, so on the website, I mean, when you have to disconnect, you, you literally do, you know, it's not like, oh, we don't have Wi-Fi. It's like, no, you're going to turn in your phone. <laughs> no. And what I loved, and it was so adorable. It was like your phone, your pager or your Palm Pilot. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so a they may pilot? not, it just, you know, they haven't maybe updated it in a while. Um, but it's, that's fine. But then there were other things. So I was like, so one thing it was like, you know, the, the attire is a certain way. Um, you know, there's a dress code that's fairly strict and enforced, which, you know, fine, that's life. But then when, you know, you're, you can't bring like writing utensils, like you can't like bring a journal or anything to like write things down with. And I'm like, okay. Um, that's a little different. So the, you know, and I get it in, in a sense without that, without, you know, there are different forms of reflection and they are trying to encourage ones that aren't that, but that's a lot for me. I'm not, I am not at that. Uh, I am not vibrating at that level as the kids like to say. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or the young adults, young adults say that also. Yeah, um, they do. So yeah. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> I so what's funny is when Crystal sent it because I've been wanting to go to a wellness retreat and I, so I I but I've been looking at that I haven't looked at it in probably a couple four or five years but before I was like oh the prices Deepak you rude is how I would feel you know and so when it was like oh this is free I was like oh cool you know in 10 days I, I actually find it fascinating that they have a 10 day I was like y'all don't have like an introductory situation right. like y'all ain't got like a three-day <laughs> yeah like y'all ain't got like an intro, three-day introductory weekend situation like no. I you know I don't pay for the three-day you know like <laughs> can the three-day donate to your 10 days that you give away for free because I just bruh but um maybe we should they, partner with them and like we women of color need a three-day can y'all work with us yes I'm serious I'm, well, I'm and so even then, I just culturally like we we don't we're not finna give up our stuff for ten days and be disconnected from the world. Like my my nerves will be bad. My nerves are bad when Mark goes to the grocery store at nighttime. Like yeah. so, like now, nah. <laughs> have you seen the environment? Like I like Aaliyah said, I'm not invi- I'm not vibrating higher daily <laughs> as the book that I have been reading says. I'm not there yet. I'm still trying. Um, I was thinking. Maybe it's 10 days because the first five days you're trying to get out of your way, right? You're, yeah, you're yeah. trying to like be okay with being disconnected. And then the next five days you can actually enjoy it. You know, like I was, I, I thought about that. I was like, I think- it's 10 days for a reason because the first five days you're probably detoxing from everything. The thing is the phone thing doesn't bother me. My, every time we talk about giving up the phone, my thought is my baby calls me every time, even if I'm out to dinner, she'll call me to do, to do prayer or to do her affirmations or whatever the case may be. She wants to talk to me. So to not talk to her, for that is abnormal. Her entire life. I have seen her every, like for the, every night for the most part, you know, maybe miss a day here or there, but 10 days straight. The girl would think I was dead. <laughs> you have to record videos. Uh, yeah, I like, guess so. That's why. Ahead of time, day one. Hi. She'd be like, why is mommy not responding to me? <laughs> You're not answering me? <laughs> She'd be so pissed. We're so off topic. <laughs> All right, okay. But we just, yeah. We're Friends working. are people who introduce you to new things. <laughs> That you wouldn't normally uh, be and would not normally be exposed. Right. This is a law. This is true. Uh, Thank you, Leah. (laughs) So, you know, I haven't moved around quite as much as you two. I moved from Russ to Houston, and that's pretty much it. Um, And I'll probably be here for a very long time. But (laughs) unlike the both of you, you've moved outside of Houston. And so I'm curious to know. How have you made friends when you move to a new place or start a new era in life? Um, I'm go first. She's oh. moving more, way more than I have. <laughs> How am I moving? Um, yeah. So, so there, I think it's been on two fronts. So one, I, I think I've had so many different avenues through which to make friends. So one is, you know, army spouse. One is through, you know, just the employment. Well, another is through fraternity and sorority, whether it's, you know, the wife of one of the bras or, you know, Sara I met locally. So thankfully, um, there are a lot of established networks already through which I can navigate. Um, 
for a raging introvert such as myself, it's helpful to sort of have those things in place already because I am not, you know, my like Aria will walk up to people, hi, my name's Art, you know, like, oh, <laughs> you know, just but she's like, you know, her father is that way. My grandma yeah. is that way, you know, when we were shopping at Randall's, you know, when I was a kid and we were, she would every single time the young sacker, oh, okay, hi, young man. And what school do you go to? You know, <laughs> very, I come from very outgoing people and I am not that way. Um, but usually a lot of times I just have found a way to, um, you know, at work, it's easy. Um, in medicine, you work so closely with your team. Um, and so you all, you spend so much time together, you go through these periods of high stress together. And so that for, forges some relationships. Oh, also the army, right? So there's my civilian medicine and army med. Army, you make friends really quickly. I think as a spouse and um, as a soldier, mm -hmm. um, as a soldier, you're just put into these environments that you wouldn't normally be in. Um, sometimes you have to be super close to people. And so you just get friendly really fast. Um, you have to really depend on people. So um, a, lot of, a lot of my friendships have come through established connections, but I can't say I'm very fortunate in that you know, the past, what, one, two, three states we've lived in, um, you know, I've, I've left that move with at least, you know, one or two, like really, really good friends. Oh, that's um, great. We still, you know, we text, you know, Christmas cards and just legit friends, you know, even if we, you know, we don't call and talk every day, but, you know, um, we have our daily check-ins. Like I have one friend in uh, North Carolina, whenever there's a future meme, you know, hey girl, when he sends a text <laughs> message, every time one of us sees one, we send it to the other um, so yeah, and it, it just, it just kind of works out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, using those sort of pre-established networks has, has been a, a lifesaver for me. Man, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I would wholeheartedly agree with you in that, um, an established network makes sense. Like I usually use Delta, like in the sense of like, okay, so what, um, so I have a random interest so I like working out. I like running or I did like running. Um, and so <laughs> I would join run groups. I would join, you know, things like that. Um, I used to do boot camps a lot because then you weren't, you're outside with people. See, that's what I told you. I'm a friend. Like, like <laughs> let's go do, let's go do a hike. Um, <laughs> because I like to be outdoors. I like to be one with nature and people who do boot camps aren't, or do, or train for half marathons, are more likely to go outside with you and do fun things outside. Uh, so, you know, it's one of those things where you, I guess you go where your interests lead you. But even um, one of my uh, connections, I've talked about them before, is a family that I met when I was living in College Station. They were, they are Asara and Abra. Um, and, uh, how we even got connected. I can't even remember where I met. I, mean, I think I met the wife first cause she's a Delta and I was somewhere and then she's like, Oh, my husband is from Trinidad. You're Jamaican. And now we're family. So <laughs> I used to go over there and hang out with the, this is when the daughters were really young and hang out with them and stuff like that. And, but I think that that's what I do is that I just kind of like find things that interest me. And then, um, meet people that have similar interests as me and I use Delta as well you know establish establish organizations and establish um paths I guess 
Okay. And I guess that, that actually, I hadn't thought about this before I put that together, put together a little, what we're going to talk about. Um, but that, that's one of the things they have in here is how to ways to make friends like as an adult. But before we get to that, Crystal, I want to ask you, how did you find your experience um, coming, moving to Houston and making friends at U of H considering you grew up in a smaller town and probably knew people, most of the same people you went to school with, most of the same people all the way growing up. So how did you find your friend making experience once you got to school to you, to the university of Houston and you have a lot of friends. So I'm just curious. Oh, to know how <laughs> um, I was, I was actually glad to leave because when you grow up in a small town, you know, everybody and everyone knows you. You walk in the grocery store, you run into several teachers, classmates, their parents. Um, and I feel like now Houston has probably become like that for me in terms of like where I live. Yeah. But um, when I first moved to Houston, it wasn't. And I f- it was just easier to like move around, <laughs> didn't have to answer to people. Um, and my network was already established when I got to Houston because I was on the track team. So I had a group. I came into Houston, you know, started at the University of Houston with a group. I didn't have to, you know, it wasn't like coming in as a freshman on campus and staying in the dorm and I knew no one else besides right. the people I'm in orientation. So I did do orientation. So I met friends there that were not athletes, including our line sister, April. <laughs> and then, um, then I, like I said, I had a group, I had teammates that I lived with, which was nice. And the athletes, like we had to do public service together. Um, you know, I was in the student athlete organization and so that was nice to to already have a family like when I first got here and then after like figuring that out um each year I my freshman year I decided I wasn't joining any organizations because y'all know I do team too much and I I have a lot of interest (laughs) and I was like I don't you know that was high school for me I was in everything and so I didn't join any organizations my freshman year and then um besides like I volunteered at the YMCA and so I just decided you know every year I would figure out another side of campus and I would join different organizations. And so um, my GPA helped that a little bit because I was in different honor societies where I would work with people. And so I got to know like, not just people that were athletes. Um, I got to know people that were in the business school. And then I joined Delta, you know, Um, then I was um, a part of the youth choir at Lily Grove. And so I had my church friends, (laughs) some of them went to U of H, some of them were out of college. And so it's the same concept, just joining, you know, different groups um, based on your interest. And I just kind of networked and formed, I call my village that way. Yeah, that's smart. That is great advice for young people. And so I'm going to take all of what you just said and pass it on (laughs) to all the people I know that are in um, high school and going to college. Thank you. That was great. That's great. That's super great advice. Thank Uh, you. I have a question for you. Um, does Lily Grove have um, a young adult choir or are you still in the youth choir? <laughs> First of all, I'm no longer in the young adult choir. The youth choir goes, it ends when you're in high school. Like you graduate high school and then you join the young adult choir. Okay. So the young adult choir is 18 to probably 40 now. It was probably like 35 when I first. Why do I keep increasing the age? <laughs> because. Because of the people on the cut. <laughs> there you go. It's the, and it's no, it, it's really no in between. It's like 
you join the young adult choir and they are you just jump into the missionary choir which is like the baby boomers so like it just keeps increasing but it doesn't matter you're serving the lord right come on v um <laughs> i love you crystal i love you too <laughs> so they talk about ways to make friends you clown people no uh, <laughs> but, uh, so what this article says it's from the mayo clinic article it says like some ways to make pr- friends um if you're in a new place uh, i think all the suggestions that um we've probably talked about so think about basically think about people who are already in your social network so it would be so if you move to a new place like Aaliyah said I think you can listen to like list off all the social network things that you have to go to and see if you probably met somebody there that you want to be friends with one of their friends or somebody that they brought around people you've been friends with in the past but maybe you've lost touch uh, you've enjoyed chatting with at social gatherings. I actually met a new friend like that uh, randomly. She was on the way to move to Houston and somebody randomly invited her to this event that I was at and we got to talking and we got along fine and we exchanged numbers and I was like, hey girl, hit me up when you move to actually move to Houston. She hit me up when we moved, she moved to Houston and we went and had dinner. Or if you share family ties, I find it to be interesting because um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to be friend. Like, do you want to be friends with somebody who's like friends with somebody in your family? That's the same. Age? You know what I mean? Do you know where I'm going with this? I just feel like it. It could get. It could get. It what could get mean? messy and hinky, huh? What do you mean? I don't know. This article yeah. says you share family ties. I took out the paragraph part, so maybe I didn't yeah. go back and read so, it. Is that what you mean by family ties? Does that mean your family? Are you family or are you friend or like you have a mutual family member that's a friend? You know what I mean? Like you have a fa- maybe your family member. No, I, mean, I don't know. Let's your skip brother's over that best friend. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Like, do you want to be friends with that person? You know what I was thinking? I was like, in-laws? What is this? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. And also, it also talked about like, if you're a new, if you are wanting to make friends, it says, um, you got to go where people are gathered. You can't just be at the house. You know what I mean? <laughs> Leah's shaking her head. No, that's why I'm the old friend. <laughs> <laughs> but you make new friends. You make new friends. See, you connect with people on terms like future, future memes. And if I knew you'd like future memes, I now will be sending them to you because I find them hilarious. I'm also um, the corny joke friend. Your Alexis <laughs> can attest to that. That was true. Her, yes. I I, her inbox with jokes Corey jokes um and it says that if you are you have to be willing to extend an invitation to coffee or lunch or whatever the case may be and be persistent like obviously don't be creepy and weird like it has to be mutual <laughs> <laughs> but um and you know what you have you probably have at least one old friend where you can run by whether or not you're being creepy or weird you know what I mean like your old friend yeah. could be like hey man um you know you can say I emailed or I text or whatever and they haven't responded your friend can tell you whether or not what you're sending is weird so uh then it says to try attend community events volunteer extend and accept uh invitations join a faith community that's really good like um or you know this one says take a walk i don't really i find it to be quite odd to just meet people randomly walking i'm like Aaliyah. i probably I, i don't think i was a born skeptic i became a skeptic in the sense of I listen to too much, as Mark calls them, murder, death, kill podcast. So I don't trust nothing and nobody out on the streets. I'm Mine like, can. what do you mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you said what, Aaliyah? Don't approach me. <laughs> right? I mean, like I'll banter or whatever, but 
even and then my daughter oh god addison what is a stranger her and her daddy don't know strangers everybody is a friend and they want to talk to everybody and even today we were at the butterfly museum and she brought her little backpack and she kept seeing this family who didn't have any masks on and looked like they was from <laughs> yeah so they had no mask on she just wanted to be friendly to them and she uh and so she's walking walking along and she comes back to me because after she had given me her backpack to hold mommy I need my backpack. I need to get something out of my backpack. What do you need to get? It's only because she wants to show these people what's in her backpack. And I'm just like, girl, because she had already tried to show it to them before. Oh, okay. I thought she was going to give them a mask. Oh, no, that would have been great. (laughs) I, man. He probably was. You don't know. That's great. No, I hadn't even thought of it. I might, I might encourage her to say, because I kept saying, like, you can't be near, you know, don't be too close to people. Um. Anyway, fast forward, we ended up having a great experience. The little girl, well, she wasn't little, she was like a teenager, helped Addison actually catch a butterfly. So it was, it ended up being cute. So, and the butterfly was on her chest and all that. So it was cute. But after we've talked about making friendships, um, so much so that Addison wants to make friends with everybody. Uh, Let's talk about how you nurture friendships. (laughs) Oh my. How do we nurture friendships? Like in the age of, you know, kind of, well, we're all spread out, right? That's one thing. So we're spread out geographically. There's that. Then there's COVID. So even though we are close, we can't always necessarily be close. I mean, there's social media. You get reminded of people's birthday. You can drop that happy birthday message on, on Instagram or on Facebook. So how do we maintain that that good, like strong, authentic connection? Mm. Um, it's hard. <laughs> I, I think it's hard um, at this season that we're in because we have uh, little ones to to um, entertain and a spouse to entertain. And so <laughs> I, I often feel overly committed um, to my family and trying to help keep them afloat. And so I sometimes I'm not really good at this. Um, I'm not really good at nurturing friendships. And, and I'm grateful for my friends that have stuck beside me um, because, you know, of times when I just don't do it well. And when I do contact them or reach out to them by text or, um, you know, social media, we just pick right back up. Um, so I, I think the main thing is to stay in contact and to invite and accept invitations. And I'm horrible on accepting invitations um, because I... I I always prepare for the worst. I'm like, I don't have no babysitter, girl. You know, we don't have no babysitter. You know, we don't have anybody to watch our kids. So, so if it's something that typically doesn't involve my kids, I don't I always don't go. And so I think people just eventually be like, girl, you know, Crystal's not coming. Alicia tells me that all the time. She's like, Crystal. I'm like, yes, Alicia, you know, you're not coming. I'm like, yeah, invite me. And then she invites <laughs> me and something comes up. <laughs> Most of the time dealing with my kids. Marcus had to work and I had the kids but so that's why I say I'm grateful for my friends that stick beside me and keep inviting me and keep reaching out to me I'll be back free one day y'all just I'll be back so she, I said, give us free she said I'll be back free one I'll be back one day you know this is this is only temporary but I do I you know I, I feel like for me that's one of the ways to nurture because I don't always get to um, be present in that sense but um, I'm able to make a phone call. I'm able to shoot a text message. I'm able to comment on a picture, which may, you know, spark a conversation that 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 um, 
leads to a conversation off of Facebook. Like, I'm good for that. Girl, that's yeah. cute. And then we're talking and chatting. Girl, let, just give me your number again. So I can, we can just text about it. Or or we'll DM each other. Me and Renee do that all the time with pictures. And then we end up texting each other too. So, <laughs> so I mean, it's, it's very subtle. And, you know, it, for some people may not be meaningful. But for me, it means a lot for people to con- engage in that manner. And it, sometimes it allows me to reconnect with people. So, yeah. And I'll give yourself some props because you are totally the show up friend. Girl, you I'm always are you. there for any well, major event. You. I try. Or you plan the event. Like, can we not forget <laughs> when I was like pregnant with, I was, I'll never forget this as long as I live. So, you know, you threw me a whole baby shower while you were pregnant. While, okay. While you, you were setting up the baby shower. You were putting the little banana pudding muffin uh cupcake from um what's that place sugar rush on the little skin while still wearing the number from the race that your pregnant self ran that (laughs) i forgot about that i won't ever forget about that but because you're saying i don't nurture my friendships oh my you are you are absolutely the show up thank you you know, we as individuals don't always have the best insight and awareness yes. into our true selves. And um, I just want to put it out there that Crystal is like the most amazing friend. Yes. Oh <laughs> yes. Because Thanks. I think that it goes to the thing about being it's quality. It's not quantity. Mm-hmm. It's quality. And your friendship is high quality. So, you know, be proud of that. So, um, you know, be proud of that. So you, you doing the best you can with what you have, but know that you're doing a really good job. And your real friends know. And yeah, (laughs) my real friends are amazing. And that's why I said they stick beside me and I appreciate it. But also you, uh, you are the friend that a lot of your friends work out. So you could always do, do a, like a run in the coffee. Cause that's what I'm gonna start doing. Cause this is COVID and I don't have time to be in some kind of small, I I, I was supposed to go to lunch with somebody. I think a cousin of mine. And I was like, yo, I can't make it, but you know, we can meet for coffee and like a walk outside at the park. <laughs> in real life, I'm about to get a bicycle rack so I can throw my bicycle on the back of my truck. Oh yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. yes. I, w- I was actually talking with Marguerite about that. We were like, "Girl, we can ride these bikes around these trails." In Pearland, I just need to get a bike rack, and I'm I'm gonna be ready for to get you a little speaker, the one that works. Because what happened to your last speaker? What happened to it? I can't remember. <laughs> I got. I'm not trying to not trying to be difficult. Friends, the also- one that. The um, one that stopped my journey, my my ex <laughs> journey, the one I lost. Okay, yeah. Oh, you lost it. I lost it. Oh, and I have not worked out on a consistent basis since. That is my excuse. Oh my God, you're like Earl. <gasps> you like he will like not do an entire workout because he can't find his freaking. Oh yeah. Body. I'm like really your whole. I I'm like wait. Oh my gosh, it's the vibe like. <laughs> Guys, it was a tab. It was an Echo tab. They don't even sell them anymore. You have to buy them on eBay from people used. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried. Like me and my kids would take bicycle rides with that thing. You link your phone. We work out in the driveway. Thank you for reminding me. I need to find that tab. Yeah, you just, I, was, I was merely saying that riding around together on a bike seems really cute and fun, yeah. but you should have a speaker. So that's all I would say. I don't call me for that though. I'm very clumsy <laughs> and I don't think that I would, I feel like every time I think about riding a bike with somebody else, I imagine my bar handlebars getting tangled up with y'all. Like it was, <laughs> I'll 
also had a terrible bike accident as a kid so oh, <laughs> this is probably okay. why I okay. still ride bicycles I just don't ride them next to people you know what I mean like, <laughs> yeah. that's that's actually how me and Alicia probably hang out the most either she's helping me take down my braids <laughs> thank you for being like yeah thank you for being there Lisa like because she don't have kids and her husband works out of town some of the time so I'm like girl listen is BG home she was like girl no I was like I'm on the way I don't even have to ask I'm like girl, I'm on the way <laughs> um and then we we work out you know and it's just it's so nice and then we end up grabbing something to eat so yeah that's yes work, working out is, with a friend is a love language of mine I can't do it consistently because I won't get nothing done though so yeah yeah but um the question I think was how do we nurture our friendship yes <laughs> um I I think I, so I'm totally I'm probably um for friends that I don't talk to like as consistently like I talk to y'all pretty consistently um but like I have pretty like I'm definitely one of the people like Crystal said that we'll I haven't talked to you in a couple months but we'll pick back up where we left off for those friends I try and go on my way to at least set up um some sort of outing it's usually brunch <laughs> um that like for their birthday at least or like you know just like we haven't seen each other let's catch up and that's when that's probably why Marcus I was like okay so you gonna come home and um but that's why because I haven't seen them in a while you know what I'm saying and the oh, bottle of champagne wow. later you know we're still here so um I I think that that's what it is I I'm a definitely I said this when our podcast first started I'm totally the face-to-face person I want to see you I want to spend time with you I want to you know COVID has um hindered the hugging and stuff like that but uh that's that's how I nurture my friendships is listening spending time with you um you know clowning just you know like laughing because also joy it brings you joy to spend time with your friends and you want to leave there with great you know memories so um I think that that's, that's my nurturing is that I, I'm definitely a spend time person. Aaliyah. Um, I'm just, I'm just a check-in person. I think, um, cause you know, we're all so busy and sometimes it's just nice to know that somebody is thinking of you. So, yeah. you know, every so often I've tried to get much better with when, as soon as somebody comes on my mind, I just drop them a text like, Hey, you good? You know, um, That's it's, real good. Very, it's very hard, you know, to call. And sometimes it's like at some random, it's usually some weird hour of the night, but still <laughs> I'll just send it. Cause if I, if I don't do it now, who knows when I will again. So just trying to check in like, Hey, you good? You okay. Um, every so often, um, even if I just, you know, like leave a comment on somebody's post, it's like, Hey, you know, I'm still here, (laughs) (laughs) still thinking about you, Um, you know, and just, I I love, I love celebrating with people. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, um, shout out to one of my friends who uh, just finished her GI fellowship today. Um, My friend uh, Val uh, from, oh, yeah, Val was in my wedding. (laughs) So she finished her, um, her gastroenterology fellowship. Wow. MD, PhD. Um, Wow. She has double degrees. She has um, family, the whole family, (laughs) she has the husband and beautiful daughters. And so, um, I love, I love to celebrate with my friends. I think that's, oh God, it's just, it's the best. So all my friends are people who I like, literally I admire and look up to. So whenever there's a chance, you know, they're doing something, there's some kind of milestone, you know, checking in with them, seeing where they are. 
um, and just trying to encourage them. Like, I see you out here running the world and it's amazing. No. Uh, so That's just trying to be supportive because um, <laughs> you can never have too much of that. Man. That's good. People, and that's the thing is like when you worked hard at something, it's nice to have somebody being there and supporting you. So that's 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 the good kind of <laughs> Leah right there. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. And if I guess, you know, we talked about how we nurture our friendships. And if y'all listening want some ideas, just in one of these articles, where did it come from? One of them. Oh yes, there are. I was reading that um Bernie that you mentioned, and so being kind. So just you know basic basic stuff you know <laughs> like not rocket science don't be a jerk nobody want to be friends with you um but like crystal be a good listener you know and and listen listen don't be like if you're in person like text it on your phone you know eye contact if you're in person or even on the phone you know sometimes we multitask but you know you can tell when somebody's only halfway listening mm-hmm. True. Um, and then especially for the listener friends, um, also opening up, right? Because we talked about this, I think, in a, a episode before, you know, if some if you're, you know, always the one who's venting, or if you're always the one, you know, if, if somebody is always feeling like, oh, I'm always talking about my issues, then, you know, but so-and-so never talks to me, you know, that can kind of affect the friendship dynamic. So, you know, also opening yourself up and, and being vulnerable, you know, with your friends to show that, hey, it's, yes, you're my friend, but, you know, I, you know, you can trust me, but I trust you with my feelings and my authentic self as well. Can I add something to that? I don't think that sometimes the listener friends realize that they're not opening up. Cause I think for the longest time I didn't realize mm-hmm. that I wasn't saying, cause I give experience like, like, you know, this has happened. But when I had a specific friend and a tape, like girl, before I get into what's going on with me, what's going on with you? Like, how are you? Like, what are you doing? So like, if you are, oh, if true. you know, you're the friend that, um, you know, have, cause our lives ebb, ebb and flow. Right. So like, sometimes you'll have a lot going on. Sometimes another person will have a lot going on. Make sure you're checking on your strong friend essentially is what it boils down to check on the person that you that's your listening ear ask them how they're doing specifically and kind of probe a little bit too because I think that that helps because I don't think I realized I wasn't saying like what was going on but I'm also always in my head I'd be thinking a lot so I just be thinking <laughs> I handled it <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh that's a good one that's so true yeah you know this makes me think of uh <laughs> the memes that we see on social media and uh, one of this was actually a video in a preschool classroom, and the and the child was doing his numbers or something, and his friends every time he got one right, he clapped for for him. Yes, so, you know they were like, if your friends don't hype you up like this, then yes. you know, why do you even have them? Are they your friends? <laughs> yes, that's so true. You, if you're not cheering your friends on, or if you don't have friends that cheer you on, are they really your friends? I mean, think about that. I love that. I remember that video. Was that what did you have more Leah or that was uh well there were there were I think there were a couple more we talked about you know showing that you can oh god this is a big one so show that you can be trusted so if somebody if somebody tells you something just assume that it's to me just assume that it's in confidence right yeah, like yeah somebody shouldn't have to explicitly say hey don't tell anybody just don't, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> you know, it, that's whatever it is, that's their story to tell, you know, and, and let them tell it to whomever. So, you know, just being respectful that, you know, they trust you enough. That doesn't mean they trust other people with that. Right. 
um, being available, you know, and like I said, we're all busy, you know, and that doesn't mean we, we can't always just drop what we're doing, but you know, something as simple as saying, Hey, you know, if somebody calls, sometimes we'll, you know, we'll just not answer or we'll text, Hey, can I talk to you later? But just saying, Hey, you know, I'm at work right now, or Hey, um, I'll be free at eight. Um, is it okay to wait till then? Or does this need right now? Yeah. Um, So being flexible and understanding that, you know, everybody's busy and, you know, trying to be available as much as we can. Um, And then, uh, you know, uh, mindfulness, um, just kind of being aware of feelings and not making assumptions. Sometimes we may feel like um, a relationship, maybe the dynamic is weird. Is so-and-so mad at me? Do I need to be doing more? Um, kind of like Ashantier, um, uh, when she said she, she asked her son, you know, how can I be better for you? How can I be better? Like, yeah. Hey, you know, reassess your friendship. Like, Hey, you know, um, are That's things good. going well? Um, hey, is there anything you need right now? Any way I can be better, any way I can help you. Um, if you feel like maybe there's beef or something, don't let it fester, clear the air as much as possible. Um, in a way that, you know, is helpful and productive. Um, if you need to, you can have a moderator. If you got a, a mutual friend who can do it, you know, do what it takes. But um, friendships are important and we don't like to let them go if we don't have to. It has so good. many benefits. That was good. That's so good. So knowing about friendships, I feel like um, I feel like I've had really good friendships, you know, just at young friendships, especially like it's in my twenties, I had good friendships, you know, before that too, but I feel like is in your twenties is when you really kind of nurture them, like really understand like what true friendship is. I think that's because you're a true young adult and you are experiencing things you hadn't experienced before. And, um, you know, it's just, I think that that's a time. And so with that, I remember, um, you know, like just dating and stuff. I felt like I came to a point where I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I made a decision. I said, if you, if I can't have a true friendship with the next person I date, then we can't date. I don't want Because I, I felt like, um, I felt like I was making decisions. Like, I was like, I wouldn't let my friend treat me like this. Like, why am I letting, like, why am I letting somebody else treat me like this? And so this was probably, this was, I can't remember how old I was. I was probably like mid twenties. And so I always tell people that people are like, well, no, <laughs> you know, well, I don't know. It's different. And I'm like, no, it's not different. <laughs> it's not. But this, I know that this is me. I am fully aware. This is me. I know when I met Mark, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I understand that not everybody has the same experience as me, but I think, um, that made a huge difference with how I saw like romantic relationships moving forward. And so my question is based on that, like, how do you, do you feel like your style of friendship or how you have um, grown in your friendships? How, how has that influenced your communication or how you are with your husband? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. I, you know what? Actually, <laughs> so me and Marcus go back and forth about this. Or we have in the past when we're having a conversation. He's like, but you don't talk to your friends like that. Or, you know, when you're such and such and such and such. And I was like, actually, I do. <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> Actually, I do. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, no, a real babe. Like, I, you know, when we're we're having discussions about like tone, you know, that's a real big thing for. Probably- oh my gosh, is that everybody's household? Especially <laughs> so for, for for us colored um, people, I feel like for us black people, I feel like that's a big thing because just of you know the way things started in this country and mm. us being yelled at or our voices being raised at and so I think that it makes us even more hypersensitive to stuff like that like who are you talking to so um and so <laughs> I'll be talking to Marcus he was like babe your t- I'm not I'm not we not in the classroom now <laughs> not in the classroom <laughs> And I'm like, hey, this is really like the way I talk, you know, like I, I think once you are a teacher that you just can't separate the two, like you explain things in a very routine way, you know, in a very basic way. And sometimes he doesn't like that. And I was like, no, babe, really like, I think that when I'm having a discussion with friends, I talk to them in the same way. I feel like we have more, we're, we're vested differently. So I think that's why you take it personal because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, the way our relationship is set up, but that is actually something we talk about. Like, let's be mindful and, and uh, address each other like we would our friends, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's funny that you say that, that we talk about that a lot. And he always makes this fun. Oh, if you on the phone with the Deltas. <laughs> <laughs> I can see him doing that too. <laughs> like seriously I was like these people know me I don't I'm not faking it like I talk if we were in a disagreement you know if we were in a disagreement I would talk to you in the same manner it wouldn't it would be like no I don't disagree you know I mean I don't agree with that but he thinks that when I talk with my friends I'm more sugary and sweet and oh girl like you should hear him imitate girl I wouldn't say to such I was like no babe no no disagreements are all the same when you when you disagree with someone you can do it in a respectful manner right and not say what they want to hear and be like girl I don't mm -mm, I don't it doesn't work for me but he he doesn't think that so it's funny that you say that because this has come up a lot in in the especially now that we have kids and Mm -hmm. I'm a school teacher and he's like babe you that's your teacher voice no babe this is just my I'm tired of repeating myself. <laughs> yes. It's nothing to do. You know, like if, if you're talking to someone and they're distracted and you've had to repeat yourself three times, you slow it down. You know what I'm saying? You remix it and slow it down and say just what's important. So our my friendships with friends, with girlfriends definitely influence uh, the way me and Marcus handle each other because I'm, I'm trying to get him to see like, I love you. We're friends. And this is what I would tell my friends. I don't think that's right. Mm-hmm. You know? I forget the fact that we sleep together and we have kids together and, you know, we pay bills together. Like, this is the real deal. Like, I would tell you if you're in the wrong, don't, and I love you the same, you know? So, yeah. That's, I don't know if I answered your question, but it definitely, (laughs) you know, my friendships, how I carry myself and and handle myself with girlfriends definitely comes up. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. This is a tough question. And I think, so I have, I, all of my friends are very different. They're all very different people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and to bring Earl into that circle, he is equally as different. <laughs> <laughs> and so I feel like, um, and, 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 and in, in a different, and we all like with your friends, you're obviously going to have similarities, but all of my friends also are very different from me. Mm-hmm. And so and Earl also 
in that same vein, very different we, from me. Obviously, we have similarities, things we share, things we bonded over, but also lots of differences in personality and, and you know, just the way we live. Um, and so, whereas with my friends, many of whom I've known longer than Earl, I guess maybe they, you know, like I'm, like I said, I'm the, I'm the calm friend. I'm the even keeled. I'm just, this is where I, I am. You know, mm-hmm. I think that, um, I think early on, I realized he's not used to that, <laughs> right. so, you know, I rarely, I mean, when's the last time you guys heard me yell or, you know, cuss yeah. somebody out or, mm-hmm. you know, get very worked up. I, I tend to not, um, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. It, it happens. Right. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I generally like, even when I'm really angry, you know, and that's not, that's just the, the, you know, my mom, my grandma are that way. Like, I don't think I've ever heard my mom yell. <laughs> now I can't, I'm, I'm sorry. My kids can't say that. And I feel very bad <laughs> about that. Um, but yeah. And so, you know, we will be having a, a heated discussion and I'm just still kind of like this. And, you know, I think sometimes that's interpreted as, you know, I don't care. Mm. And it's like, well, no, you know, I just, that's just kind of how I am. So I know that, that, that has come up over, over the years. And I think now he, he probably knows like, I, wow. So sa- Saturday, yeah, Saturday, we will have been married for 11 years. <laughs> and so I think, I think he knows now, I think it's still aggravating, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I just, just having to, even if you're always the same or you feel like you're always the same, that's other people respond to that differently yeah yeah I think that that's fair um I'm not even gonna rehash um the same argument that Chris was just talks about with the tone and all that because I literally was holding my head like oh my god oh my god and Marcus and Mark cannot know that they have the same issue because then they're gonna gang up on us it's gonna you be know they are oh my god don't worry don't worry Marcus is just- don't worry, Mark is going to be um, texting Marcus after this episode. Post. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But yeah. Um, and I don't I don't know if it's the I can't say that he says you don't. Yeah, he does say you don't talk to your friends like that or whatever. <laughs> he doesn't because um, he usually comes up. Marcus is still is uh, Mark is silly, too. But Mark be pissed. <laughs> so he's not going to do like <laughs> Too. I mean, that's see, I laugh in arguments sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, are you, are you serious? And then he's like, no, man, I'm not playing. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Well, you, I mean, I didn't know because you're imitating me and it's funny, right? Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, especially Marcus is like a big, like, dude with a deep voice. So, like, I wouldn't be able to hold it together. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think, but I do think that the, how I, but that's actually the part that irritates me in the sense of like, why do you think I'm out to get you? We actually had a thing about it yesterday. I said, why do you, (laughs) Aaliyah just threw the computer. It's like, dude, we in this together, bro. Like, (laughs) I'm not out to get you. So I don't understand. And that's the whole thing about friendships. Because I feel like if I'm talking to my friend, you know that we're in this, like, I want you to win. And so any conversation we're having, 
I want you to win. So I am actually confused. And like Crystal, I have had to stifle a laughter because I'm like, I am confused about your response because I want you to win. Go ahead, Leah, because I feel like I just it. Like I'm not I'm team you. Like like what yeah. or if it's like a, a, a like a benefit of the doubt situation like why would you think that I would want anything else other than a good outcome for you like, yes. like so there's 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 this thing in a you know lawyer term you know let's just do this can can we interpret this in a light most favorable to me like <laughs> Like, like I'm not, I'm not trying to insult you. I'm not trying to like, I, like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I just, I just made a connection though. I really just made a connection. So we, in our family, our inside joke is that we are a family of attorneys. Not all of us licensed, not all of us have degrees, only one of us, but like we, we, we debate stuff. Like, you know, we're like, I don't know, like, <laughs> you know, not in an unhealthy manner, but we're always like looking at a different perspective. And so you're an attorney, Earl's an attorney. Mark is married to an unofficial attorney. So I'm just like looking at this, <laughs> this connection, but I seriously feel like this would be a whole nother episode. Yes. I feel like it's the man, y'all. I really yes. feel like society paints this picture of black women to black men and have have made our men feel, you know, in a sense like they're something's wrong with them if they, you know, submit to a woman, you know, or if they, I, I really do, I, I really do. I feel like it's more, you know, socially, you know, embedded into our relationships from slavery. Yes, I'm saying it. Critical race theory from tearing our families apart. Oh yeah. And you know where the women had to lead for so long, and then you know because you you took our men. You know, what I, mean? I have a whole I have a whole theory on this that is going to take too much time and might send people down a rabbit spiral. So, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna tell y'all offline. <laughs> yeah. But this I have a whole theory about this that I've shared, and um, I guess some people who know me, my uh, dad's um, my dad's an alcoholic. Him, my mom and him um, uh, broke up when I was very like in first grade or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that in normal terms, I think most people would be pissed about that situation. But I was like, nah. I was like, I have a whole theory as to why, like, our that generation of men did not live up to the expectation that was um, that people expected of them. But I don't want to go down that path tonight. But um, I also I will say this: this is what I this is another topic that I wanted to discuss was how media influences our like our society and our lives, and part of that was actually based off of um, relationships in the sense of people who watch these like rom-coms and are, be, are building their romantic relationships based off of TVs and movies and stuff like that. And wow. so um, so I wanted to talk about that, but both of these are um, things for down the road. But I find it down super the fascinating <laughs> that we all three have had this experience that I did not think would, I, I thought I was, I thought I was alone on an island. So well, this is, and I, I have friends of all walks of life. This is more common with us than any other race. Wow. More common. Well, we'll get to that later. This was great. I, I enjoyed yes. talking to y'all about that. Yes. Oh, I, wait, one more thing mm-hmm. as a final friendship note. So I remember learning earlier on. So marriage, healthy, um, protective, 
for men, right? So married mm -hmm. men live longer. Marriage is protective. Not as much for women, but <laughs> yes. women who maintain strong, healthy bonds uh, and friendships, that is protective for our longevity. And women Absolutely. who leave unhealthy, unhappy marriages. So mm. single women, women with friends, <laughs> live longer. So and you I, keep your husband, just keep your friends too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Lee and I have talked about that before. And I, um, this is, I kind of, you know, goes along with that. As an elementary school teacher, and I hope all teachers do this. I did this as a secondary science teacher too. Like we teach social skills and and those social skills are to help your children and our children be better at relationships, right? And, and um, you know, there's this whole theory out there of these indicators of social skills and how children are better equipped um, to, to deal with stressors in life and how they're, you know, most likely to be married longer or, or you know, have more healthy relationships based on their social skills. And that's just the ability to provide emotional support to others, self-disclosure, and I'm actually reading this, or the ability to share personal information with others, negative assertion skills, or the ability to stand up to unreasonable requests from others. Um, and also relationship initiation, or the ability to introduce yourself to others and get to know them. So I actually read this specific um, definition from an article um, from the University of Arizona. Um, and the title is Poor Social Skills May Be Harmful to Mental and Physical Health. But I also um, refreshed, um, you know, I, I teach at an IB school and social skills are one of the approaches to learning, um, I believe. I could have this messed up, but it is definitely something that we try to embed into our curriculum so that kids can be better people in life. And so relationships, friendships, all of that is connected to social skills. Nice. And so that's why when we want to promote our kids, you know, start, let them start school early because kindergarten is going to be a joke for them. Um, kindergarten teachers would tell you kindergarten is the probably the most important year because your kid can read on the third grade level, but if they don't have the social skills, the coping skills um, to, to make it from kinder to first grade, they're going to eventually suffer and that may affect them academically. Mm -hmm. so social skills, social skills, social skills. And when I read it, I was like, I know adults that don't have these skills. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, I have to bring the um bring the that piece of the curriculum next time as a follow-up. But when I read it, because I was, you know, I Max did kinder when he was four, first when he was, you know, five, something like that. I was like, he has these skills, but some of them weren't as strong as the others, you know. Um, but I was like, everybody should know about these social skills when raising kids. Like mm -hmm. the doctors need to do a better job. <laughs> When you go to see the pediatrician and be like, no, ma'am, this is the checklist I'm referring to, bam, of social skills your child mm -hmm. needs, mm -hmm. not just being a, a, you know, being the smartest kid in kindergarten, like they need these skills. And these are the links to the studies that we have. <laughs> so, yeah, just That's a little good. side note. Yeah, because friendships are important, I think. And I don't think that we realize essentially like how important those are until you get older. So like as a parent, you should know them so that you can help your kid along because, you know, yes. make life easier and better for them. Right. Especially since there are so many like, you know, other mental health things that can affect these like ADHD, you know, 
or ADD, you know, sometimes autism, like kids don't mm-hmm. read social cues very well. Like they yeah. have out these skills and it's helpful. That's good. All right. For friendship. Mm-hmm. I guess we can uh, roll off over into our takeaways. Aaliyah, you want to go first? Yes, absolutely. So um, first of all, I want to uh, send our, you know, thoughts, prayers, well wishes um, to the people of the Gulf Coast, um, Louisiana, um, Mississippi, places that were affected by um, Hurricane Ida. Um, You know, a lot of people there uh, without power, lost homes, um, some flooding still. So, um, you know, praying for, you know, safe, uh, safety for everyone. Um, and being that, you know, it's hurricane season is something that the people of Houston, you know, and, you know, the Gulf in general, um, kind of are faced with, uh, every year. And so, you know, being that August, almost September kind of right in the middle, um, but, you know, given the power situation in Louisiana, um, with, you know, over a million out of power people, depending on generators, I think it's a good time to talk about uh, safe generator use and generator safety. Um, I think uh, here in Texas with the freeze and snowmageddon, snowvid, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, um, a lot of people have turned to, you know, having generators um, for their homes, which is a great idea. Um, you just got to make sure that you use them safely. Um, every year we do see, unfortunately, on the news cases of people who have died uh, from carbon monoxide poisoning. Um, which is a gas that can be emitted by those. Um, Carbon monoxide is an odorless, colorless gas, so you can't see it, you can't smell it, um, that uh, displaces um, the cells that bind your oxygen. So they are competing um, with, uh, you know, and and decreasing your ability, your body's ability to, um, you know, to carry oxygen. So meaning you may feel symptoms, may just not feel a little right, but some people kind of go out or if the gas is building up um, while they're sleeping, unfortunately may um, get very sick or pass without ever knowing. So um, how to safely use a generator, uh, make sure that you um, never use a generator, grill, gas, um, propane, or any kind of burning devices inside a home. That also means garages, basements, um, crawl spaces, anywhere that's enclosed, um, because you those fumes need to vent and get out and escape into free air. So um, always use these outside. Um, sometimes, unfortunately, people will get that part, um, but unfortunately have it too close to a door or a window. So you want to have it um, far away um, so that those things can, um, those fumes can vent. Um, and so some people will, you know, have it in their house and say, oh, well, I'll just open up a door, open a window. That's not good enough. Um, it won't, uh, that's still not, uh, safe enough for it to vent. So again, outside far from the home, um, same with running a car. Um, so, you know, don't run a car, um, and have your engine running. Sometimes lights go out. We go in our car to charge our phones, you know, heat up or cool down. Um, if you're going to be in your car outside, out of the garage away so that those fumes don't, um, don't build up. Also make sure that you have, um, carbon monoxide detectors in your house, just like the smoke detectors, um, have them on every floor, check the battery, um, to make sure that those are working properly. Um, if you are running a generator or something and you start to feel dizzy, nauseous, weird, um, just get out. 
Okay. Um, go across the street, go outside, go to a neighbor's house, go somewhere far away, go into fresh air. And, um, you know, you can call the authorities, call 911 and stay out until somebody's able to come and check on it for you. Um, the Red Cross has uh, all of this information. You can go to redcross.org, um, look at safe generator use, and you'll find all this information and more. Wow, that is good, Leah, because good. I feel like we hear it every year, but we don't always have, <laughs> we don't always have all the details. And you said, gave us a whole website. Will you put the website somewhere where I can find it so I can then include it in the show notes? Absolutely hot takes, laptops. Um, mine is real quick. Uh, there are, for some people, and I actually forgot about this, um, but I know that they exist there for people who have been thinking about buying a home, but you know, they want to live in a certain area, but not sure if they can afford in that area, especially for places like Houston, where, um, you know, just depending on what it is in the city, things can be really, really expensive. There are actually properties that are income restricted properties that are specifically subsidized um, in some way that benefit people who make within a certain range. So you still have to have, you know, certain credit and debt to income ratio and things like that. But they basically, the properties are restricted such that you can only make, say, I'm just using a round number, $80,000, you know, a year versus, um, so somebody who makes over that cannot qualify to actually purchase the property. It's a part of the deed. It's a part of um, what goes on with the property after it's sold over and over again. So it's restricted in such a way that it's, and it's usually restricted with for a period of time, like 50 years, 70 years, something like that. So um, there are, if you don't know where to find them, they're out there. You just have to find somebody who knows. So if you are in Texas, you know, obviously you can reach out to a Texas realtor who can direct you in the right place. Um, if you're somewhere else, I know they exist because I made sure I did my Googles before I talked about it. So it's a matter of, um, it may be called something different. It may be called below market rate. It may be called, um, you know, income restricted, like I mentioned before, but it's a matter of reaching out to somebody, um, that knows the market that can advise you as to what to do and where to go and how to find those properties. But I just want to say that because everybody's been seeing the prices going up, 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 up. And so you may have felt like you wanted to buy something and now you feel like you're priced out, but you may not be priced out. You just maybe haven't found the right area, location, or home that will benefit you. There are also lots of programs for first-time home buyers and people who fall into certain categories. They're usually categories for people who are service members who help out the community. So for example, teachers, firefighters, police officers, especially in Texas, I know that they have those and I'm sure that there are other places because again, Googles, I did them. So um, that's just a heads up for you if, in case you were thinking about buying and you feel like, you know, you missed your mark, you may not have. So reach out to somebody and see if you can, can't get you something. Very good. Very good. Um, thank you for sharing that, Vanique. I have um, a really quick one. Sorry, I was about to sneeze. I have a really, really quick takeaway. Um, and this has to do with um, sports. And um, now that we're back in school, and your kids may need something to burn off some energy. You know, they come home in the evening, you need something organized for them to do. Or if you have a kid that um, is maybe having behavior problems at school, sports is a great outlet. It's actually one of the activities um, that experts say help with social skills, since we were just talking about friendships, which is definitely important. Um, and so 
according to Attitude Magazine, sports is life. Um, and so in order to kind of figure out what sports your child would be good at, you need to know your child, right? You need to listen to them. If you have a child that has a hard time um, uh, sitting still or standing still, T-ball is probably not the sport for them because as we know, <laughs> In T-ball, there's, there's quite a bit of, of standing around, right? Um, but then there's soccer. Um, then there's, you know, all the kids are running in soccer. It's just like hurting at a very young age. Um, and then there's also basketball. So those are some sports that may be better equipped for a kid that needs, needs to be moving. But the benefits of playing sports, and we've talked about this before, so this is really just a refresher, um, but some of the benefits are the social and personal pluses of being involved in athletic activities. Um, and it's just not a training ground ground for the next Olympian. Uh, it's, it's very helpful for life in, de in developing social skills. Um, teamwork is one, following directions, and of course, the task focus and of course, solo success for those kids that where it may be like too fast paced playing team sports like basketball or baseball, they may uh, find more success in swimming or gymnastics, fencing, skating, skiing. Um, and so although they may be a part of teams, there's they compete individually and there's not as much as the comparing um, that takes place if you're playing like on a team sport and you're both playing the same, you have two kids playing the same position. So parents, as you're getting back into the groove of things, consider putting your kids in some sports for nice incentives, um, you know, throughout the school year to keep them motivated um, as they transition back to a somewhat normal or in the building school year, since most of us are not virtual. That's it for me. Thanks. Addison starts soccer next week. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. You have to let us know when. I don't think we start until the 16th or something like yeah. that so what one week after her so it's right okay. around the same time yeah I just wish I could get her in I wish I could take her back to the gymnastics class that I was in now I gotta find her a new place they they ain't trying to enforce masks yeah oh, mm -hmm. I don't think any of them are I just talked with another friend who took her kid out of gymnastics but because they weren't enforcing masks or it was like an all-male staff and you, the parents couldn't watch and she didn't feel comfortable. Oh, no. So many barriers, right? <laughs> so many barriers. I told y'all too much murder, death, kill podcast. Seriously. I, mm -mm, I can't, like I couldn't all even the staff, All the staff were men and all the little girls. And they're all, you know, they're all little girls. So, yeah. So consider Acro, Vernique. Oh, send me some information. Okay, I will. Yes, send me some information because I do want to get her. She loved it. And she, I mean, she was, and like, I, th I think I told you, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, but she's, she's actually decent. Like she could really, she got into it. She learned really quickly. I think is the easiest way to say it. She learned really quickly. And so it was impressive, but I, you know, I don't want her in the hospital. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the hospital with COVID. I'm seeking so. information because Acro's like gymnastics for dancers. So they're mostly done oh. studios smaller groups mass is tumbling basically yeah she loves and she loves that i think I, we've talked about this before that's perfect for her so yes we'll send me that we'll get her we'll get her signed up so okay all right uh we've given y'all a lot of information we've given y'all a lot of giggling and sniggling um so uh because we're friends so we want to thank you so much for listening uh, please engage with us tell us what kind of friendships y'all have tell us what kind of friends you are uh we'll put some stuff on the social medias but you can also email us at um famlineal at gmail.com i knew that i knew that and where can they find us on the internets on the instagrams crystal 
All right. Um, connect with us on Instagram at fam underscore lineal. You can connect with Aaliyah at Aaliyah from H-Town. You can connect with me at Chrissy Clark 12 and with Bernique at Bernique the Realtor. V as in what you got, Aaliyah? What you got? What you got? What you got? Verily. I was about to say very. Wonderful friend. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you, Aaliyah. <laughs> In the meantime, please share with your friends. This is an fr- episode about friends. Um, you know, uh, share them with your friends, share them with your fam. Um, we really do appreciate y'all listening. We appreciate y'all rocking with us, even though we take we took a week off because I couldn't do my hair in the meantime. I really do. We really do love Real y'all. Life. We appreciate y'all. We appreciate yes, the text messages, the, yes, um, the, you know, comments y'all post under the IG pictures, the emails y'all sent us. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. All right. Until next time, friends or the family that we choose. Bye, fam. Bye. Bye.